We're glad you've joined us at Rama for Today Radio. I'd been praying for my uncle, my mother's only brother, for, for you know, fasted, prayed. Seemed like, you know, that's the way I prayed, God save Uncle Larry. God save him. And I had, uh, you know, it seemed like the more you prayed, the worse you got. If it ever did any good, I couldn't tell it. But you see, without realizing where I was a missionary or that it was not see, see, we ought to know, bless our lovely hearts and stupid heads, <laughs> we ought to know if we've been doing something over a period of many, many years and haven't arrived, something must be wrong somewhere. I mean, if you left broken air out here and, 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 and said, well, I'm going into downtown Tulsa and after five years never got out there, you ought to know sometime or another that you must have got on the wrong road. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, pray ye the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth labors into the harvest. Well, if he wants to send forth labors in the harvest, why don't he go ahead and send them? Why would we have to ask him to do it? If that's what he wants done, why don't he just do it? Well, for the simple reason, dear friends, that you see, the harvest is Satan's territory. Jesus made man, Adam put him here and gave him dominion over all the work of his hands. And Adam sold out to Satan. Satan became the God of this world. God can't just move in on Satan if he did then Satan could accuse him of being unjust, and he would be. But when somebody down here who lives here ask him, you've got that authority, then he can do it and be justified before all the universe and still be holy God. Can you see that? All right. Now, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that will send forth laborers. Now notice, the harvest truly is plenteous. Well, now, does that apply today? Well, if the harvest was plenteous then, how much more plenteous is the harvest today? Now, why? Well, statisticians tell us, those that keep statistics tell us that there are more people alive right now on the earth, right now alive on the earth than has lived since the days of Christ until now. Think what an opportunity we've got. How much bigger is the harvest now? Amen? I said amen. amen. So the harvest is much greater, much more plenteous now than it was then. Pray ye therefore. Why don't you just pray that sinners will be saved? Did you ever stop thinking about it? Now we don't stop and think. Bless our hearts. I didn't any more than you did. So I'm not accusing you. I was in the same boat. You know, uh, nowhere really are we just told to pray that God save sinners. Now, this sounds far-fetched, but you have to stop thinking about it. Most of the time, if that's all you do, just pray God save sinners, you're probably just wasting most of your time. Why in the world would you have to say God save sinners when he's already done something about saving sinners? He's already sent Jesus. He told us, go tell them the good news. Praise God, that's the reason you need the laborers. Well, see, I didn't know that any more than you did because we get bound up with what we were taught religiously. 
and we've been religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament taught. And I remember particularly an experience I had along this line many, many years ago. Well, in the year of 1943, I'd been praying for my uncle, my mother's only brother, for, for you know, fasted, prayed. Seemed like, you know, and that's the way I prayed, God save Uncle Larry. God save him. And I had, uh, you know, it seemed like more you prayed the worse you got. If it ever did any good, I couldn't tell it. But you see, without realizing where I was a missionary or that it wasn't. See, see, we ought to know. Bless our lovely hearts and stupid heads. <laughs> we ought to know if we've been doing something over a period of many, many years and haven't arrived, something must be wrong somewhere. I mean, if you left broken air out here and, 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 and said, well, I'm going into downtown Tulsa and after five years never got out there, you ought to know sometime or another that you must have got on the wrong road. You didn't arrive. Amen. So I remember I was pastoring from my hometown about 15 miles away. I went over there one day, you know, to tend to some business, went by to see my mother. And my mother said, pray for Uncle Larry. Well, I'd been praying for him for years. She said, uh, you know, he'd had a lot of trouble. Now, the thing about it is he, he brought his children up, you see, five of them, never took them to church one single time. They never was in church in their lifetime. Never had a Bible in the home. Now, he had a Bible in the home when he was brought up. But he married at 19 years of age. And all of his children, you see, never heard him pray, never even offered thanks at the table, never had a Bible in the home. They all grew up grown now, and they give him all kind of trouble. You can understand that. And he had some money, but he told me himself personally on one of them, and don't sound big now, but you go back, and we're talking about depression days. He spent $10,000 on one of them to keep him out of the penitentiary, you see. And just all kinds of problems. That'd be like, you know, $100 or $2,000 today. Or even more. And uh, so he just had so much trouble with them, you see. Uh, until uh, Mama said, uh, I haven't seen him, but said, uh, somebody said he just lost so much weight and he looks so haggard, you know, and, and his health has failed until it just doesn't look like him. He doesn't look like himself. Well, I just simply said, I was in a hurry. I'll pray and went my way. Well, I went by to see her before I went uptown because it was, I went, I, it was on my way, you know what I mean. So I went on uptown to attend to my business, got my business attended to, started home. Well, the highways in those days went through the town, you see. You didn't have any bypasses. And, and, and the highway I had to go town was it went right in front of his house. He's vice president of one of the banks. It's late in the evening. Banks had been closed for some time. And, and just for exercise, he'd walk to and from his home to the town, to the bank. And, and as I was driving down the street, I saw this man walking, you see. But I see him from the rear, and I said, well, that walks like Uncle Larry. I believe I'll stop and pick him up. I know, I know he walks to get exercise. He has a car, but he just, but, uh, and, and, and talk to him, you see. When I got closer to him, though, and looked, you see, it didn't look like him. And I said, no, that's not him, and went on. And I got, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple blocks by, and, and it suddenly hit me. Well, uh, that was him. Mama said he didn't look like himself. I, I know that walk. That, that, that was him. I hadn't seen him for months, you see. So I just whirled my car over against the curb, you know, and just, just overwhelmed almost with a spirit of compassion. I said, oh, God, save. You know, you felt so sorry for him. He looked so bad, you know, just, just, just physically. You know he's lost. Save him. 
Well, it's just like somebody sat in the back seat, said, you know, just start me. I'll either look back there and see if somebody got there between the front and the back seat and hunkered down there and I didn't see him. Said, that's what I'm trying to do. And I even turned, just like I said, look back there and see if somebody's, you know, because <laughs> I prayed it out loud, you know, and there wasn't anybody back there. And then I continued to commune with the Lord and said, well, Lord, you know, I've been praying for years and fact that you'd save him. And that voice said, that's where the problem is. That's where the trouble is. And it astounded me. Boy, it really shocked me. Said, uh, this voice said to me, I never told you anywhere in the New Testament to pray for sinners that they'd be saved. I said, you didn't. That's what I'd been doing all my saved life, hadn't you? You mind me taking a little side journey right now? <laughs> Believe it will anyhow, whether you mind it or not. <laughs> now, now don't, don't forget that. I'm going to come back to that, see? Because we don't want to go off and leave me sitting there beside the road, you know. <laughs> I remember one morning I got up to come out here to school. I was sitting actually on the side of the bed, you know, putting my socks on. And the Spirit of God said to me, nobody's ever received a hundredfold return yet on their giving. I said, huh? <laughs> you know, I'd even preach that myself. I really wished everything I'd preach is so. Come on, you might as well say amen, you preachers, preachers and pastors. Now, I'll show you why I said I wish it so. I said, huh? The Lord said, now last year, you gave $40,000 to the work of God, personally, out of my own pocket. Now, you see, if you'd received a hundredfold return, you'd have $4 million. The year before, you gave almost 40000 about thirty-six or 8000 you would have almost in your hand, if you had a hundredfold return everything you give, you'd have two or three hundred million dollars. See, I'm talking about over a period of time. You don't have two or three hundred million dollars, and you're not going to get two or three hundred million dollars in this life. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagin entitled, The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer, the power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next, from Kenneth E. Hagan, the four-CD set entitled, Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. 
Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're enrolling for the fall term at uh, RBTC, Rama right. Bible Training College. You can enroll right now. You can go online to rbtc.org. You can enroll. And this is the best Bible school around. That's right. You see, a lot of, lot, there's a lot of Bible schools. What is different about Rama? Well, Rama not only is a place where things are taught, but it's where you're in, I call it a cocoon, and you catch the, the real anointing of God. One thing that is really good about our school, everybody that's teaching has experience in the area that they're teaching in. That's right. It doesn't matter what it is. In the pastoral area I teach, I've got 30-some-odd years of pastoral experience or more, maybe 40. More, yes. more. All of our pastors that are on staff with us, they all have many years of pastoral experience. Yes. Uh, the people that teach in the worship area, they all have been involved in worship music. Qualified and, to teach. And they're quali- some, some of them actually qualified to teach music in school. Yes. But uh, that's one of the things that's different about Rhema than all the others. Everybody that's teaching you, they're not teaching you something that they read in the book themselves. They're teaching you from the book, all right, but also from their practical experience. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.